episode number 158, 2019 Camaro Refresh Revealed. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back to another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. And I'm Jason. And is it ever? Holy cow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a great day in Camaro land. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Al. It is a great day in Camaro land because the 2019 Camaro has finally dropped. We've only been talking about this for a year. <laughs> we knew it was coming soon. We, we went over it in the last show. In fact, this is a special edition midweek podcast, something we haven't done since the, the I think the fifth generation was unveiled in Detroit where we actually went out of sequence to, to put in kind of like a half show, but this is going to be a full show, full show. And we're going to talk about everything that happened yesterday. So, oh man, this is, this has been pretty good. This has been, this has been exciting. It makes my hair stand straight up. <laughs> it so, really does. Yeah, the last 48 hours have been kind of a blur because we released the podcast on Sunday. That right. one was called 2019 Camaro unveiled to dealers so we talked about the whole them showing the the um camaro to dealers in las vegas and then we were speculating that it was it was ready to drop at any time and, and we knew it we were right we were right uh, i got tipped off that um the cbs morning show was going to have the 29 camaro on monday morning so i went to their website and what do you know it's for the roll call of the morning it said 8.20 a.m., first look at the 2019 Camaro. So, of course, I went right to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Camaro Talk Show. That's right. It said, heads up, everybody. It's coming, the 2019 Camaro getting unveiled on the CBS Morning uh, Show. So, it, they had a nice little nice little intro there. They they talked about how they, how they, they hide the cars by driving them in plain sight and how they camouflage them. And what I thought was really interesting, we were talking about this before we, we did the show that they, they flash mold pieces to the car. That is so neat to change the angles. So it's like, Oh, well this looks like, yeah. And they do that for a reason. It's really no different than putting a hollow plastic Halloween mask on. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's really what you're doing. You're making it so you can't see the details, but it doesn't, significantly impact uh the drivability of the vehicle and it's it's really neat how they do it i think it's neat how they finally revealed what it was because now when we see more spy shots in the future everybody will calm the heck down and not say (laughs) oh my god it looks like crap well you're not even seeing the whole car you're seeing something on top of the car so just chill out there's a whole process it goes through and uh i believe it's in milford um, where they take the cars, they, they, they flash mold these pieces, they, they camouflage it. In fact, the whole interior of the car is covered up as well. And I didn't realize that because some of the spy shots we've seen, the car was not covered up. So, just curious as to where that was. They interviewed a couple different people in the, in the story. One was a guy by the name of Ken Morris, who took um, the journalist for a ride. said the car was a high-security uh, car that anytime it, it, it was, it was outside, it had to be covered when they stopped. And he said that basically, uh, the first time they drive it off the proving ground, it takes up the same day. A spy shot comes out the same day. Oh yeah. So yeah, you know, those spies, those spy photographers, man, they, they've got them all stalked, you know, <laughs> they're a bunch of professional, professional stalkers. And then you saw Al, Al was in the video. Um, Taking him for a ride on the Milford Road course. Um, and then they show the car. And then they, they show, show the car. They show the car in the brand new color called Riverside Blue, which is a tribute to the 67 Penske uh, Donahue Camaro Trans Am race car, which looks pretty spectacular, I would say. Almost like a purplish blue, I would say, in the sunlight. It does. From, it does have a bit of a hue to it. Yeah. Um, outstanding looking. 
very well the the press release says it's a bold 2019 Camaro and from the comments we're seeing oh, okay very divisive so we want to spend the next half hour or so yeah kind of we're we're, we're going to um go through what we actually saw and then we're going to talk about what 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 the future is like for Camaro I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I think that's a real good idea. What I think we also need to do just before we get into that is to welcome all of our new listeners. Because welcome. since you posted those images, Chris, we saw an incredible jump in people joining the Facebook page. Incredible. And, uh, and incredible so if you're amount. listening for yeah. the very first time, thank you yeah. for tuning in. This is what we do every week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also got to give a shout out to our our good friends over at CamaroNews.com, they, they allow us to post um, over there and share our stuff, and mm-hmm. they have a huge audience there, and that was part of it. So i got to say, Jason, thank you so much. Um, we love working with you as well. Yeah, working with the folks at Camaro News, Jason and, and team, they're, they're great, and that's yeah. what Camaro's all about is, yeah. is working together. Exactly. Love um, it. Let's get into it. Um, let me go through the, the press release real quick. So the first thing I saw was that blue, that blue Camaro, which was an SS. But the press release dropped, and it, and there's a picture of a red 1LE car, but it's a Turbo 4 car. Right. They're doing a 1LE Turbo 4 car. I think that's <laughs> great. So I now is... they've got 1LE for Turbo 4, V6, and SS now. Unbelievable. Um, uh-huh. let's, let me, let me just read through this real quick. Chevy today has uh, introduced a reinvigorated 2019 Camaro lineup with distinctive designs, new available technologies, and a first ever turbo one LE, um, a lot of with its introduction from its balance of driving fun, refinement and value. The restyle 2019 Camaro reaches even higher with more of the design technology, the choices the customers want said Steve Majoris. Chevrolet's marketing director for cars and crossovers. I don't know Steve. I need to get to know Steve. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised. Yeah, where's Todd? Yeah, where's, um, what's up with Todd? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a performer with few competitors and a pillar of Chevrolet's energized car lineup. The highlights include uh, the, uh, the Camaro SS now offered with the 10L80 10-speed pedal shift automatic transmission featuring Custom launch control and line lock. Very cool. Baby. <laughs> Chevrolet infotainment. Three systems, including available navigation, new available rear camera mirror, and a new available uh, forward collision alert. Uh, the performance-driven design uh, they, uh, is not only striking, but also helps to improve performance. For instance, the grille details and the hood and fascia vents were designed for optimum airflow, either to cool components or help minimize dra- drag or lift. Camaro designers follow the mantra that all elements must not only be beautiful, but also enhance performance. Let me repeat that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the grille details and hood and fascia vents were designed for optimum optimized airflow either to cool components and to help minimize drag or lift. Okay? We will come back to that. Mm-hmm. Design uh, highlights include a new front-end style with distinct differences between LSLT, RS, SS, including the fascia, grille, LED, dual-element headlamps, and a reshaped hood. ZL1 retains its airflow-optimized front-end styling. SS front fascia with the flow tie. Flow tie. Open bow tie, grill, emblem, and arrow-enhancing air curtains, specific headlamps with new LED signature and extractor-style hood. Um, RS package in, available on LT adds unique polished black grill with Galvano chrome lower inserts. What? <laughs> That's Gal- a, Galvano. Gal- Is that like fine Corinthian leather? It could be, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ricardo Montalbaum is in the video now. Um, and new LED headlamps, an LED signature light bar, or specific rear fascia with rear diffuser and 20-inch wheels. New rear fascias for all models with specific diffusers for RS and SS when equipped 
with dual-mode exhaust. New LED tail lamps with a more sculpted evolution of Chevrolet's signature dual-element design. Red lenses are, are featured on LS and RT, and RS, SS, and ZL1 are featuring dark-tinted neutral-density lenses and new 20-inch wheel designs on RS and SS. And then, of course, they introduced the Turbo 1LE now. So Turbo 1LE joins V6 1LE, SS 1LE, and, uh, and ZL1 1LE to round out the lineup. Um, it includes FE3 suspension with larger diameter front and rear stabilizer bars, uh, front and rear summer-only tires, 2-liter turbo, 275 horsepower, Brembo wow. brakes with low metallic performance pads, 50-50 weight balance, driver mode selector, sport mode, track mode, competition mode with uh, sport and track mode includes performance, instrument readouts, launch control, shift light, and more. Standard suede flat bottom steering wheel with shift knob plus available Ricardo seats. Not Ricardo seats. <laughs> Uh, the 2019 Camaro offers a next-gen uh, infotainment 3 with all new systems that provide a more personalized experience and more intuitive interface. Uh, let's see what else we got here. So the standard system includes a 7-inch diagonal color touchscreen. An 8-inch diagonal touchscreen running infotainment 3 is available, including with navigation. Additional new technology features and enhancements include... Uh, the standard rear camera on the 2SS and the ZL1 offers a wider, less obstructed field of view using a camera display that eliminates potential obstructions such as rear body panels, pillars, or seat headrests. A nice. conventional rear view mirror view is also available. Um, it also says improved standard rear vision camera system with a new digital high definition camera that offers improved view quality. Ford Collision Alert uh, is, joins Camaro's roster, and Enhanced Performance Data Recorder is now available on SS. Oh, man. Uh, you see uh, what's happening here. Yeah, I do. So that is the press release. The, it, it's, it's the trickle-down performance theory. Mm -hmm. It starts at the top, and it starts migrating its way down. I mean, ZL1 1LE's got it. ZL1's got it, and right. now Camaro SS has it. Let's break these down, dude. What do you think? First, what was your first initial reaction? Well, as 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 a member of the media, um, it is my duty to be honest, and that's also in the face of when people may disagree with me. But my opinion, and my opinion alone, is is that I need, I, I really got to see this in person. I agree, and I, I hope agree. that my initial impression. <laughs> is incorrect because I I think it's a little too complicated in the front myself. Okay. I think there's too much going on that that doesn't give it that sleek, um, simple, no compromise look. It, it it's starting to to me it looks it's very reminiscent of um like a, a standard like Hyundai or Honda sedan in the complications of the grill area to give it uh, a visual treatment that I don't think it needs. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that they're doing different, completely different front end treatments between uh, the SS and the, 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 the two liter turbo one LE. Um, but boy, it, it seems like it's getting too complicated for, for the sake of being complicated. Now I am, we all, Chris, you, we know, we've seen this a million times. A million times. When it, when it comes out in the press releases, when it comes out in the spy pictures or the first initial releases, like, it, it doesn't it doesn't capture. The Camaro is very hard to capture because of the compound angles and the colors and everything, how, what it really looks like. And um, I don't think the angles that they used on the CBS show was, was very flattering. Um, and I think the color might not have demonstrated exactly it didn't translate onto the screen from real life because that color if you've seen the mark donahue car that color is very bold and it mm -hmm. doesn't translate to the screen very well so i i think i need to give it a true fair shake right. by seeing it in person right. and walking around it and seeing it from different angles um i i 
I, I, I'm, I'm mixed. I'm very mixed. So my initial reaction was, I saw the front end of the SS and I was like, oh, okay, that's 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 a little busy going on and and yeah. and and wow, what did they do with the bow tie? Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But then, like, not even five minutes later, the pictures of the Turbo One LE dropped, and I was like, wow, now now that looks good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different because the bow tie is up higher now. Which doesn't, I, I think, kind of yeah. kills the busyness that, that's going on. Uh-huh. But then, as I, you know, went back through and read the press release, let me let me read this once again. Sure. The, the grill details in the hood and fascia vents were designed for optima, optimized airflow, either to cool components or help minimize drag or lift. So, like, the Camaro team's always saying, they're always looking for ways to improve performance. Did they do it at a cost of beauty? Because the next line says Camaro designers follow the mantra that all elements must only be beautiful, must only be beautiful, but also enhance performance. They added the flow tie to the SS, which is functional. They added the hood extractors, functional. I don't know. Like like well, like you originally said, I got to see this in person. I want to see this driving down the road at me, or I want to see it in my rear view mirror. I want to see what it looks like. I, I agree. And to anybody who say this says they don't like it, I encourage them to try to try to kind of smash those feelings until you see it in person and really get an angle on it. We see this every time. We see this every time. This isn't we our first it, rodeo, as we you saw and I it were in talking the 90, about. 1998 Camaro. Yeah. We saw it in the 2014 refresh. Until you can take your hand and you can run it along the front end of the car and figure out why they did the what they did and then and and actually get down and look at it at different angles. Uh-huh. I don't think you can make a a, a judgment. I've seen we that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this early show this week. Yes. To try to and calm people down. Yeah, calm down. Calm the f down people. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete, it's it's a brand new refresh. Everybody, oh, it's a Dodge Charger. It's a Dodge Charger. It's a Honda. Um, well, well do, you, do you realize no. that a lot of different automotive manufacturers, they share the same type of cues because, well, that's the same way the air flows into the car. It's also a design trend aspect. There was yeah. a time in the, uh, I don't know, I'd say early, mid-90s, where everything was jelly bean shaped. You name it, the vehicle was jelly bean shaped. And yeah. they had jelly bean shaped rear windows and jelly bean shaped freaking headlight capsules. And, and, <laughs> and you know what? The Camaro was no exception in the 1998 refresh. How'd the front look? Like a freaking catfish with jelly bean eyes. Yeah. So it, it is a design trend. It's, it's, well, but then the counterpoint is, is that. The Camaro doesn't need to follow a design trend. It needs to blaze its own pay- trail. Exactly what it did in 2010. Yep. Yep. Uh, but then, well, actually, no, because everybody said it looks too much like a 69 Camaro and that they weren't <laughs> going to buy it because if they wanted a 69 Camaro, they'd buy a 69 Camaro. And these same people, are they saying it looks like a Hyundai, so I should just buy a Hyundai because that's, you know, what I should do, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I found this uh, link. I found this link on Camaro 6, and someone posted this saying that, this this gentleman named John Mack, who was head of design for Camaro. I I can't verify this. I, I don't know who John Mack is. Um, but this is what they said about the front end. Um, it isn't immediately obvious, but according to Mack, there's a little bit of original Camaro in the new front ends. The RS and the base LT model, they actually have a design that kind of has homage to the first gen. When you have a larger center opening grille. The lower grill also that is downplayed. Hmm. You you might think the design team would update the Camaro SS first, but that's not necessarily the case. We started off by actually kind of doing what we feel is right for the trim level, said Mac. We want to make a very impactful graphical statement and its face and has to f- have a, an emotional quality to it. When you get into the SS... You want to look that's more over the top so that it becomes a bolder expression. 
The graphics are going to be, I think, more unique. Something that could be a touch polarized. But again, keep that sinister face to the vehicle that wants to evoke an emotion. You see that in your rearview mirror, you think, holy cow, what's that? I need to get out of its way. Okay. I found that quote. I don't know. I don't know who this John Mack is. I just I just pulled this out. Um, people kind of countered that with, okay, it's a jack-o'-lantern with no teeth. um i have i have seen this this by far in in modern times has been the most divisive uh design change for camaro that i've seen because with the age of social media now everybody's an auto critic (laughs) you know what i mean well and everybody was gonna buy it oh yeah and everybody's gonna buy this car no, they're not. Well, not now. No, not they're not. now. Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> their their voice is is better than everybody else's, and um, this this car's garbage. Everybody at GM needs to be fired. No, no, guys, no. take a seat, take no. a breath, relax, and by this summer, this is probably going to be growing on you, because you're going to be like, you know what, that that refresh, that's not too bad. Yeah, I'm getting used to it. There's um, there's an angle. That was released by Chevrolet of this car, and it, it, I'm not sure I found it. I just did, did a search, and I found it. It's almost like a three-quarter, you're looking straight on the car, but like from about like a 15-foot height okay. straight down at the front. Yeah. That really helps to show the depth of the front end of this car, and it's it makes it so you you go, oh, okay. Like, it... it some of the pictures just don't don't quite do it. It looks like the front is flat, and it's not. It's still slightly angled, hmm. and I think that really helps. But because there's so much going on on that front end, it, again, does not translate well in a still image. you got to hit that angle just right. Not to mention, every single image that gets released by Chevrolet, well, almost, is computer-generated. Yeah. And, and it lacks... And I've said this from when I worked on the on the Chevrolet website. Those computer-generated images lack life. There's something about it. They can get as good as good as they can, but when it comes to a car, there's just something. There's there's a two percent difference in reality that it doesn't pick up, and it's noticed in the overall picture of things. Hmm. And I'm a big person on details matter. Little yeah. details add up to a lot. Yeah. And I think I think that if you see this car in person, you're going to see the depth of this front end. And I wasn't even thinking about it until I saw the nose of it. And now I'm like, okay, okay. I'm not feeling so creepy about it. Okay. Um, we talked a lot about the front end. What do you think about the new taillights? The new, and I'm looking the at those end. now, too. I think Not a whole lot of images of them. Dude, I think it's hot. I think it's hot. I think, I think people with 16 to 18 cars are going to be wanting to put these taillights in their car. That's how hot I think they are. Really? Yes. You like them that much, huh? I you do. like them better than the 14? I do. Remember the 14s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People were hating on those like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think they're hot, man. 2019 uh, Camaro features new LED tail lamps with a more sculpted evolution of Chevrolet's signature. Wow. Wow. Now, what about the wheel? What do you think about the new wheel? Um, and you know what? That's a, I haven't even looked at it. Yeah, take a look. I've, looked, you, at, I've looked at everything else. Yeah, it's the new 20-inch wheel. Uh, it's black. It's like a twisted five spoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like twisted. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Directional wheels were a thing. Um, again, mid late nineties, and then they kind of faded out, and then they went to a, 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 a more classic design. And it seems like they're coming back. I'm seeing a lot of aftermarket manufacturers making a twisted five spoke. Um, I'm indifferent on it. I, I don't prefer them myself. Yeah. But you know, in scrolling through these images that I that I'm looking at, have you seen the picture of the silver convertible? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Those wheels look good. Yeah. It's like a split five spoke with some serious definition. Um, not 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 the biggest fan of the that twisted five spoke. Okay. But okay. you know what? It complements the front end though. It does. I was gonna say they're too complicated, but then again. It matches the front end of the... You know what? The it's more working. I look at it, the more I'm starting to like it. It's working. Yeah. And I'm willing to bet if I see it in person, I'm going to say, yeah, I can't wait to destroy one of these in my yeah. Z06. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I say that a lot. I'm a typical Corvette asshole now. Uh, um, no, you know, just... 
we got to see it in person. We got to see more of the car in person. I can't. I can't wait to see this in person. I really can't. You know what? I can't wait to do is drive one of those Turbo One LEs. Oh, they're they're nice. They're so nice too. Can you imagine how fun of a car that is going to be mm-hmm. on a daily basis? I was I was just having a conversation with Jason Port yesterday, and I was telling him if I lived in a warmer climate that didn't get any snow, I would probably have a turbo car as my daily driver. My wife has a turbo car as her daily driver. Oh, of course, it's it's an all-wheel drive Buick Encore, but... um, Oh, this car is just made, I think. You know, here's here's, here's just a crazy thought, just just out of nowhere. I, uh, I, I, Chris, you know this, but nobody else does. I I lost my job a week and a half ago uh, due to downsizing. Position was eliminated. All the work that I'm looking to find, the, the positions that are open, are about 40 miles away from where I live. And I thought, boy, that's going to suck for my Grand Cherokee. And then I thought, well, wait a minute, just now, I just thought of this. Wait a minute, what if I trade my Grand Cherokee in on a Turbo One LE for mm. highway enjoyment and economical fun? You're making a lot of sense here right now. I like where this conversation is going. Because we get, <laughs> we get a dusting of snow. And the whole town shuts down, so you don't have to worry about driving. <laughs> That's right. Boy. Boy. And then screw in some more boost and put a bigger turbo and intercooler on that thing. Make yep. it run 11s. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like where mm. this conversation's going. I do. Yeah. Suddenly, I like this car more and more, just talking so, it through yeah. and, and being logical and fair about it. <laughs> I know. I know. Um... You know, you know, you know what would make it better, though? What's that? You know what can make everything about this, the new re- refresh, better? What? If they just ditched it and brought back the IROC Z. Oh, my God. Right? So we've been getting some, some, some pretty, like I said, divisive comments. Very divisive comments. And, and I, I had to screenshot one just soon after. I mean, there's, yep. we literally have thousands of comments on our, on our Facebook page oh right now. Oh, my gosh. And, and I, I had to send this to you cause I was laughing <laughs> and I'm like, it's easy to laugh. Really? Really? Uh-huh. You know? And simply the, the message was, let me read this. I copied it here. It's in, it's in my messenger here. Effing garbage. Bring, garbage. Bring back the IROC Z. Well, James Sims. <laughs> oh, wow. Called him up my name. Throwing the gauntlet down. Why not? Why not? It's a public message on a public Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go buy an Iroxy. Yeah, yeah, go buy one and, mm-hmm. and be quiet. No, don't you, crap all over what other people. You are probably never going to buy this car anyways, ever, ever. And 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 if anybody was going to buy it, they mm-hmm. would not be so quick just to dismiss it by not even seeing it in person. Yeah, yeah. They were they were they were not serious about it at all. Yeah. So so to wrap this whole car up in a bow, that's what I want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. I like everything about it, but the placement of the bow tie. And people have been photoshopping and <laughs> moving the bow tie up where it actually looks better. But it does. This is a, on the SS, and I'm t- only talking about the SS. Right. It's a functional piece. It's a flow tie. It's mm-hmm. serving a purpose. You know how many hours that probably this thing probably spent in a wind tunnel? <laughs> you know how much <laughs> how many how much money they spent exactly. On this? They didn't um, do it because they think it looks great and don't care if other people think it sucks. They did it because it works. Once again, I gotta see it in person. I gotta see it in person. Yeah. You know, Al listens to the show, Al Oppenheiser, and he was on oh. that CBS special and uh, you know, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. He's a, he's the, one of the best guys we could ever imagine for being the 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 chief engineer for this car. So Al, I'm going to say this right now. You got to get my hands on one of those Turbo One LEs. Yeah. Let me but let me borrow one for a week. Yeah. Cuz I think that I it's think a that great even, day in Camaro Land. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am dying to try that car and I yeah. have not been able to yet. Yeah. I we, mean just the just the 2 liter turbo. Yeah. The one LE is 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 an extra slice of cheese on the cheeseburger, yeah. you know. Yeah. And bacon, and bacon, and bacon. But you know what? We got a lot more to talk about on this car. But we're not the only ones. This is going to be a two-part show. Uh-huh. So you're going to have to tune in to this weekend 
when we regularly release our program to get part two, because a lot of you called in soon after the, the Camaro was unveiled. And we want to know what you guys are saying. We have heard you loud and clear Mm -hmm. on our Facebook page. And I got to say, it's generally not good. Not good. I would say 48%, 48% not good. (laughs) So we, we, we just wanted to release this kind of quell the, Quell the, 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 I don't know, I want to say outrage, but it's just this, this like, take a breath, sit down, relax. That's right. Okay. That's take right. Look at the car. Okay. And, and, and look at it again. And we will be back this weekend to continue this discussion. Peace. Episode number 159, part two, 2019 Camaro refresh revealed. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason, and boy, was it is, was the last one exciting. Yeah, uh, for you guys, four days have passed. For us, two minutes have passed. <laughs> and That's we are right. going to continue our conversation on the uh, the 2019 Camaro Refresh unveiled uh, this week. It's been a whirlwind, dude. It's been a whirlwind. And, and, it has indeed. And the comments keep coming in. The hate keeps coming in. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still see, I'm seeing people who love it, too. Uh, I'm seeing some people yeah. who I don't necessarily agree with um, mm-hmm. giving their opinion. Um, and then, you know, when, when you hear someone attacking the car with, with a comment, you're like, you know, yeah, whatever. You, you're never going to buy the car. It, I want to hear constructive criticism. That's what I want to mm-hmm. hear. I, wanna, I don't want to hear this car's garbage. Everybody There's at GM a, should be fired. There's a huge difference between constructive criticism and just negative feedback. Yeah. One is useful. The other one is just somebody bitching. Yeah. Bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I'm looking at the original post. We've got almost 3,000 shares on this thing and <laughs> over almost 2,000 comments now. I, there's no way we can get through them all, but I, I'm just going down the list here. Still think a fourth gen looks better. Okay. Well, you know what? That's, that's fine. That's an opinion. Mm-hmm. It sure is. That's not rude. It's just saying I did not evolve. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being a jerk now. The base RS model is even worse. And a two-liter turbo, I mean, come on, a four-banger Camaro? Did we not learn uh. from the Iron Duke in the 80s? Well, <laughs> uh, actually, I'm actually going to say that seriously now. Yeah. If your mentality has not evolved from 1980-what and change, then you probably weren't going to buy the car anyway. You're going to buy your Iroxy and jack it up and put some mag wheels on it. Iron Duke, Turbo 4, 275 horsepower. That's like saying a a phone? A phone with, well, didn't we learn from the the trim line from AT&T back in the day? I know, for crying out loud. Come on. It's not the same engine, you morons. It's not even close. It's not even, the the only thing it has in common is the number four. Yeah. That's it. That's it. To top it off, it looks like a charger. Who's in charge over there? Um, it does? <laughs> Looking at those pictures, the front end hood line reminds me a bit of my old 2015 ZL1. The bumper area reminds me of the alien in the movie Predator. And that was, from our, that was from our old friend Chris Pippi. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Chris Pippi. Chris, Chris. Oh, come on. You ought to know better than that. Bang, bang. <laughs> Chris, bang, bang. Gosh, I forgot all about him. Yep. Man, it's good to hear from him again. Um, if their front end was going on a new SS sedan or a new muscle sedan in general, I might be okay with it. It looks terrible on a Camaro, though. <laughs> so it looks fine on a sedan, but for a Camaro, it's horrible. Okay. Okay, all right. Uh, another person said, the front end's too busy. So sad. What the hell is Chevy doing? Even the new truck is the same way. It's way too busy. Not even close. At this time, I will not 
be buying a 2019 Camaro. Go back to the drawing board before releasing this car. It's embarrassing. Hmm. Okay. Well, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> I, I actually agree that the front end is busy. Okay. But like I said in the previous episode, and if you haven't listened to it, listen to that. We talk a lot more about you know our thoughts on it, but I, I won't be too emphatic about it this time. Um, it's too busy, but I, there's no way that the images or even the videos on the CBS special can capture the depth. There's there's a lot going on, yes. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that it can't be translated very well onto a flat screen monitor. Yeah. Why? Why does Chevrolet keep putting these ugly ass extinctions on the front fenders of everything? Even the new trucks. They look like ass. <laughs> ass? <laughs> Uh, that looks nothing like an ass. Ass is like two chunks of flesh smashed together. <laughs> looks like a lot of places for bugs to gather in the front. Thanks. I, I'm just going to keep my fifth gen. Well, so 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 you won't get as many bugs <laughs> with a fifth gen. I, I know it might be harder to clean because there's much more going on, but uh, these are these are quite hilarious, dude. This, you're this, still going to have to clean the bugs off the front of your fifth gen. I, I know. Do you think bugs are? going to miraculously not stick to your car because it's yeah, whatever. Um, it's less complicated. Yeah. Um, Zach Robin says, is this car even American? Nope. Not in the clothes. Not even. Close. I want my car to come with a 12 pack of Miller and a damn bald Eagle. <laughs> oh, he must've been joking. He's not the same guy that said to bring back the IROC Z, right? No different guy, dude. And he got like 10 people who like that. Ooh, not 10. <laughs> Uh, did they not learn from the fourth gen Camaro about making it ugly? This is going to end the Camaro again. <laughs> oh, let's break please. that down. Let's break that down. Oh no, let's not. Let's just ignore <laughs> it and pretend it never happened. <laughs> yeah, because that's, okay. yeah, that's because a, they, that's, a, that's embarrassing. Because when they changed the Camaro to the LS1 in '98, that ended the Camaro. Yes, that was it. Yeah, uh, that was it. Actually, here's a fun fact. The Camaro was supposed to end in 1998. The fact that they changed it in 1998 and put that Corvette-inspired LS1 engine in it is what kept it going for four more years. Yeah. So what do you got to say about that, Mr. IROC driver? Uh, yeah. No offense to the real IROC drivers out there, by the way. They're great cars. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for some positive comments here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was going to get at, though. I'm like... But but the masses are speaking, and the masses in general aren't aren't liking it very much. Very super Chevy Camaro, nice color blue and wheels. So what? They like the they color like... and the wheels. Okay, they're giving it a fair shake. Yeah, yeah. I'm wonder say, I'm wonder if the ZL1 like front end will look any better. Well, Jesse Diaz, yes, it will because the ZL1 is not going to change in the front end, only the rear. Great research on you, Jesse. Great research. Good job. The front bumper looks like shit. <laughs> Especially when it's covered with bugs. Tell me this doesn't look like a charger. I'll wait. Okay. It doesn't look like a charger. They effing ruined the Camaro, bro. First of all, bro. Don't bro me if you don't know me. <laughs> Second of all, people who say bro can't afford a Camaro. <laughs> I still like the 80s body style the best. <laughs> That was the best. That was the last time the Camaro even looked like it had any balls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, have you seen uh, the Zell One LE by any chance? <laughs> just, just, I'm just gonna say that out loud. Maybe you ought to take a look at that when you talk about balls, because it'll rip your balls off as it goes by you at 200 miles an hour. Uh, this person just says not crazy about the front end, and that is fair. That, that is, is a fair. fair statement. That is a fair statement. Look, we're not saying everybody should just automatically like it, but we're saying be fair about it. Be reasonable about it. Put a fart can on it, and it can run with the ricers. I'll keep my 14. I think a lot of these people are still living in the late 90s. Nice refresh, something different. Very good. Yeah, okay. Short, yeah. sweet. Um, I hate the changes of the front end of the car. Okay, that's your opinion. That's good. That's okay. Uh, let's see. The new design head is Lee Iacocca. Okay. That was actually very, very intelligently worded. Okay. There was thinly a thinly disguised insult. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, maybe this is a late April Fool's joke by Chevy. Nope. Next. 
They effed that car up. SMH, thank God I traded my car for a Hellcat. <laughs> so trading your car for a Hellcat, I, I, I don't know. Like, thank it's you. like, uh, let's, let me see here. Oh, I just I just went went to um, Chris. What's a really good restaurant? Let's let's just say uh, Taco Bell. Ah. <laughs> what's that? Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, no, no, no. Let's just say um, I don't know. What's a, what's a good restaurant these days? Uh, Chili's. Let's just use Chili's. Okay, Chili's. I used to like Chili's. Good thing I'm eating dog shit off the side <laughs> of the road though, because they changed their menu. Yeah. This is fun. This is so fun. This person says, I'm ever getting better every year. So I, I don't know if that's a... Maybe? Uh, I don't know. My brother. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Just no. This is horrible. The bow tie placement pisses me off so much. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Get mad. It might change yeah. it. Get mad. Start giving it the finger. Right? Look right, right on your screen. Give, give your computer screen the finger. See now this per, this person this person really thought about their comment really thought about it. Oh no! It's so ugly. LMAO. They should have left GM bankrupt and in the past. Uh huh. And uh, well, shit. They might as well just close the doors. Build Chevys. It's not that hard. No, I guess not. Well, why don't? That's why everybody's doing it, right? There's got to be a nice one in there somewhere. I'm, I'm looking. I'm I'm really looking. <laughs> I mean, here give me we a first gen on... any day. What what's that? Give me a first gen any day. Well, then go buy one. Worst you can get one. Camaro ever. I love Camaro. Okay. And and then the meme the memes. Oh, there's lots of memes in here, dude. There's lots. <laughs> I know the one about having a headache. <laughs> uh, here's the one that people. It's like from friends and it says, "Oh my God, my eyes, my eyes!" And it's got them. Like they got the sun in their eyes, and um, a lot of people. I don't know. Did we talk about this in the last episode? They're comparing it to the Transformers Camaro. We did. We touched on a little bit. Yeah, that was in. I th- well, I think no. I, we were going to, but we didn't. Yes, yeah. that's a great point. It, the last Transformers Camaro was almost exactly yeah, the same. It's pretty it close. was so close. Yeah, it was, it was right close. there the whole yeah. time. Nobody, nobody complained then, though. No, right? No, not at all. Not at all. In fact, I'm willing to bet that if you go back, you'll see people saying, hey, check out the new Transformers Bumblebee. I hope they make it. But then at the same time, oh, screw GM. I'm going to go buy a Hyundai or a Kia Stinker GT. Uh, a lot of people are posting a picture of a Honda, this blue Honda. Well, we do um, we do reflect what we see in the world. That sounded pretty good. Yeah. Can't see the haters. Because I drive a Camaro. <laughs> oh, boy. These are, enter- these are entertaining. This sucks. Front sucks. The, I, oh, 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 oh. Someone said, what? I like the hood. Uh, you know what? The hood is pretty un- un- unmistakably cool. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see here. Dude, I, we, there's just, there's like, we, this could be like a three hour long episode just reading comments. Yeah. So once again, we we just want to say, hey guys, chill out. Just just take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. See it. Wait, Shoot just, from just, the hip. Look, the images you're seeing are likely computer generated. Yes. And I said in the previous episode, no matter how good the computer the CGI gets, it still lacks life. Yeah. There's a little piece of life that can't be replicated. No. And, and there's certain angles that can't be seen very well until you see it in person. Hundred percent agree. So, I know we've we've ripped on the people in their opinions, and those opinions are are theirs. And really, we don't have a place in it. I mean, their opinion is no better than ours. Right. We're really more making fun of how they constructed it. Exactly. Just, yeah. Exactly. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. We've stated that, um, and we're stating our opinion because this is our show, <laughs> and you're listening to the show because you want to hear our opinion. You want to hear us break it down. So just just relax, relax. Oh, voicemails. Did we, we we got some voicemails. So we, we started getting lost in this. Yeah, we put the word out last week. Remember? Uh-huh. And you were like, "Hey, as soon as you see it drop, after you see it, pick up the phone, give us a call, and let us know what you're thinking." And I'm afraid to hear what they're saying. <laughs> 
No, we, we, we've got four voicemails. So you I want me to get a good idea what it's going to be. You want me to kick off the first one? Fire away, dude. All right, here we go. Hi, guys. This is Brian from St. Louis. Calling in to talk about the 2019 refresh. Um, it's Monday morning, and I just got the post from you guys on Facebook. Uh, first look at it, um, it's a lot different. So the people that are complaining that it's not different enough, it's definitely different. But by the time you guys are viewing this next week, Everyone's going to come to the conclusion that it's definitely the Bumblebee concept in the Transformer movie. Just a little bit different. But at first look, the only thing that I'm not too sure about is having a bow tie on the bumpers that have been the grill. But I'm sure that's a performance decision. You know, more hair to hold the bow tie. But I also did find the taillights, and I, I think I really like them. Uh, they're more like a halo, like the fifth gen. Full circle. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, thanks, guys. Brian, thank you for calling in from St. Louis. So, uh, some of the things we touched on already: uh, Transformers, Bumblebee concept. You know, he's really yep. digging the taillights. Really digging the, the like like me. I'm really digging the taillights. And of course, the biggest complaint that I'm hearing on the SS: the placement of the bow tie. Yeah. Once again, it's it's functional. So. I yeah. got. It, I, I kind of got into this 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 discussion with Jason Port. Now, tell me what you think. He believes that the Camaro can stand on its own. It it shouldn't have a bow tie anymore on the front of the vehicle. He says it should be clean. That remove the bow tie, it'll just be cleaner looking. The Camaro stands on its own. It doesn't have to have a Chevy bow tie. What do you think? I can agree with that from the aspect of the Corvette. Because the Corvette I brought does this, not I, have a bow tie on I it. brought the same point up. I said there's nowhere on the Corvette that even says Corvette. Except because the Corvette is a different, you hit completely that completely different vehicle. When you hit that button to start the car, what's the first thing that says? It says Corvette. Corvette by, by Chevrolet. Chevrolet. <laughs> That's the only place that says Corvette on that car. Brute by Fabergé. So I don't know. He might have a point. But Camaro is a different beast. It's not a Corvette. Mm-hmm. It's not a Halo car. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, there, there was talk of actually making Corvette not a Chevrolet. Made by Chevrolet. Yeah. But not considered the Chevrolet Corvette. It's hmm. just the Corvette. It's kind of like the Dodge Ram became Ram. Tough. Yeah. Breaks down on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. Or whatever they say. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Do you think... No, you, I, you know what? What if they just turned the... the what if they just turned it into like a sticker? Bowtie sticker. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it makes any difference. Really, the placement just doesn't seem to fit right. I'm just thinking that, you know, through first gen, second gen, third gen, fourth gen, fifth gen, there's always been a bow tie in the front. Isn't and I that, think it should remain. The Camaro that, is a Chevrolet. Yeah. The Corvette is a Corvette. How's, how's that? Okay. You know, I mean, I don't know That's if that fair. makes any sense That's to anybody statement. else but me. That's a fair statement. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's let's move on to the next voicemail then. Thanks for that voicemail, by the way, buddy. From yep. uh, what's his name from St. Louis? Yep, Ryan. Ryan. Hey, Chris. Hey, Jason. It's Josh from Louisville. It's been a while since I've called in, but I thought I'd just put a couple cents in on this new Camaro reveal. It is late Monday morning, approaching lunchtime, so I've had a couple hours to kind of see the reveal and then see what everybody else says about it. And I think the internet is just being downright hateful. I don't know any other way to say it, but I think the reveal, I think it doesn't look that bad. I'm glad to see that there's more distinction between the SS and the non-SS models. And I think the introduction of the 10-speed on the SS will, uh, once they get performance numbers out there, I think a lot of people will be happy with it. That's all I had to say. I'm not too disappointed in it. Hope Look forward to listening to the show. Thanks. Josh from Louisville. Welcome back, buddy, to the show. Um, that is that is a good voicemail, Josh, and and I wish more people would just kind of you know let them let let it kind of sink in, uh-huh. you know, process it. Uh-huh. Um, he makes a valid point, and I think he picked up on what Chevrolet's trying to do. They're trying to make a bigger distinction between all the models, and this, they're doing it right. Right. This is a this is a Turbo Four V Six model. This is an SS. This is a ZL One. They look different. So you can, you know, be driving down the road and, and oh, hey, it's a Z01. Oh, it's an SS. Oh, is that a V6 or a Turbo 4 car? 
you never know. You know, you yep. know what I mean? Yep, I know what you mean. And I think that's good. Uh, at first, they didn't want to do that, by the way. Really? You notice that the SS and the non-SS were, for the fifth gen, um, was uh, extremely, you like, you had to really look close. Okay. Right? Yeah. That's how they wanted to do it. Now they're starting to change things. They're starting to really differentiate between, you know, all the models like we talked about. Yeah. I mean, you have to look, you have to really know the models with the beginning of the fifth gen or the sixth gen. You got the lights that like uh, on the sixth gen, they're, if they're V6 or uh, a turbo four car, they're vertical and they're horizontal. Um, For the sixth gen, yeah. On the, on the SS model and the ZL1 right. is just a different front end altogether. Right. That was a good voicemail, and and that A10, uh-huh. that A10 he's talking about, that's going to be a uh-huh. game changer right there, dude. Absolutely. So I look forward, to, I look forward to seeing performance numbers out of the SS uh, for 19. Some people may be, uh, be like, hey, maybe I do like that car. <laughs> Remember, mm-hmm. hearkening back to 98. Oh, what's up with that car? It's so ugly. Oh, hey, that's LS, LS one motor, and it runs LS, 12s yeah. out the box. What? That's right. Remember Eric Connolly yeah, he was ran twelve ninety eight or yeah. something like that at hundred and ten miles an hour in bone that bone stock. stock. Uh, I was so jealous. Yeah. They and suddenly se- I'm like severely mm-hmm. underrated those LS cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> severely underrated those cars. Um thanks for calling in, um, Josh. And for those of you who are listening to the show, get your voicemails in. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. And here's the next one. All right. Hey, Chris and Jason. This is Charlie One. I wanted just to give my opinions on the new uh, 2019 refresh the Camaro. I just wanted to say that I absolutely love it. I think this was uh, the design that should have gone when it was released in 2016. It has the slight cues of the Vigen Camaro, but it also has so much that differentiates it from the past generation that makes it its own entity. The front end, I really just do enjoy. I know some people probably not like the open mouth with the black bar going across it, but I think it's just enough to give it that mean look to it. The twin, the two-wheel twin turbo, one elite, uh, Debut is amazing. I can't wait to see what they pro- provide on that aspect. But this one, it just it just struck the chord with me. I think this should have been the design that ev- evolutionized the Camaro. Instead of just revolutionized, as it promised in the previous um, design. So for me, I absolutely love this. Charlie One, you guys have yourselves a good one. Bye. Charlie One, given his opinion, and he likes it. You know, Charlie's a frequent contributor to this show and, and contributor to the Camaro community as a whole. What if, let's play the what if game real quick. What if that the 6th gen, this was the initial design of the 6th gen? What if it came out like this? Mm-hmm. I, I, do you really think there'd be this much hate? I don't think so. You know why? Because when the 6th gen came out, it looked a lot like the 5th gen. So people are, right. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when people weren't buying the car... Because it looked too much like the 5th gen. It looked too much like the 5th gen. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a Catch-22. I like it because it looks like the 5th gen. I'm not buying it because I already got a 5th gen. It looks too much like the 5th gen. Right. So they come out with this no bold, bolder design, and it's setting the the internet stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, it's the Camaro has always been under this pressure. And Scott Settlemeyer and I used to have dinner and drinks together and chatting it up about it because he, as the brand manager, <laughs> would have to deal with this. They they want it one way, then they, you give it to them that way, and then they want it the other way. You know, the fifth gen, when it came out, oh, I love the looks of it, but it needs more headroom. I can't see out of it. Well, you can't have both. Right. Okay? You can't have something different and the same at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good point. Good yeah. point, Charlie. Yeah, thanks, Charlie. Uh, we got one more voicemail here to get through here. Hey, Chris, Jason. This is Sean in uh, Oceanside. I just wanted to comment on the uh, the refresh. I like it. I mean, uh, I think it's, you know what it reminds me of is um, the change between the 67 and the 68 Camaro, where they, you know, modified the grill on the 68 and they modified the taillights uh, to make it a little bit different. Um 
you know, that's, you know, I mean, when you practically think about it, there's not much real estate up in the front of the Camaro. So it's kind of hard to kind of change things up to be radically different. So, uh, and I do know that GM has a, uh, certain styling cues that they want to maintain between their whole product line. So I understand it. Uh, I think it's one of those things that I definitely want to see in person, uh, you know, to, you know, to really uh, have a better idea of what it looks like. But I would say this, uh, you know, one more thing is I know, uh, uh, you know I'm sure marketing, the marketing folks at GM look at what uh, people are saying on social media and, and just my two senses don't really pay attention to social media because it brings out all the complainers, all the whiners, all you're going to hear is negative. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I think it just, it just draws that kind of crowd. Anyway, again, liking the refresh, uh, uh, just, uh, to summarize, it reminds me of the 67 to 68 change. So anyway, guys, uh, this Saturday, I'll be picking up the Camaro. Talk to you later. Sean All from right. Oceanside, yeah, he likes it. He thinks yep. it's more of a like when they change from the '67 to '68. Um, a very intelligent, laid-out explanation of uh, of why he likes it, and and I like that. Also, congratulations mm. on picking your car up this weekend. He's he's got the 2018 1LE car. He's picking up. Oh, man, so oh, jealous. Yeah, I saw I saw some hating comments saying. Something like, glad I bought a 2018. My value just went up. Um, actually, when the 2019s come out, your value <laughs> what goes down, bro. <laughs> oh, you know, that's the power of the internet. Yeah. It gives people the ability to say a lot of things without even thinking about them. I, so, so you think about the comments that we've seen yeah. on Facebook. It's easy. To just say, oh, screw that, GM, give me my, you know, my my Berlin out of, whatever. And, you know, <laughs> um, and, yeah, whatever. But then you get people that have names and faces and voices that say, okay, it's different. Not sure if I like it. Yeah. Got to see it in person to be to be totally sure. That's the way to do it. Nobody's worked up over it when they call in. They don't, uh, no. they don't threaten to boycott or anything like no, that. No, no. We but can so we can times. have a a discussion with and and if people wanted to call in and, and come and you know disagree with us that's fine that's fine as long be fair and reasonable about yeah it. you know you know how it is yeah we've been doing this way too long mm-hmm. and we've seen it way too many times <laughs> way too just like many when times. the spy shots came out without uh, the fifth gen Camaro without the actual production headlights uh, on it. The the, the 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 melee on the internet was about as bad as what we're dealing with now, and all we can say is they're they're not the real headlights. But people didn't yeah. want to read that; they would rather complain. Yeah, and and to so. people who think that all this uproar of people who, quite honestly, are not going to buy the car anyways, complaining, yeah. think yeah. that GM is going to go. All right, you know what? You guys are right. We're scrapping this. We're going back to the drawing board. And we're going to come out with a different design when we when we release it in June. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just we'll just throw away. I'll just I'll just take it take it. I'll just make a guess. Al Oppenheiser is probably laughing at me when I say this number: thirty or forty million dollars in R and D. We'll just throw <laughs> it down the toilet because you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Because you weren't going to buy it anyway. Because yeah. like I said in the previous episode, if you were ready to buy this car, you wouldn't have changed your mind so fast. You would have said, I'll wait till I can get my hands on it in the yeah. dealership. Like, like I always say, I, I want to be able to touch the car with my hands. I want to mm-hmm. be able to feel the lines and, and figure out what the designer was thinking when they when they designed the car. Yeah. You know? I want to see the depth of it. Exactly. I want to be able to walk around. I want to be able to get down and, and look underneath. That's, and I also want to envision what it's like to get some different wheels on it, lower it a little bit, put my own personal touches on it. Mm-hmm. You know, the aftermarket always goes crazy for these cars. And if mm-hmm. they don't like the placement of the emblem, you know what? Someone's going to come out with a new front fascia for this car. Oh, or yeah. Someone's going to come out with um, some kind of plug and play. Like I said, the with the new taillights, I, I bet you anything, people are going to be wanting to put those new taillights mm-hmm. in their 16 to 18 cars. Yep. And somebody's going to come out with a, a, a replica version of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Our friends over at Fast Tech, they uh, they've got new taillights for the current what's on the showroom floors now. Mm-hmm. 
you know. So there's always, you know what, if you can envision it as as like a starter canvas, but it's up to you to finish the details of it, the aftermarket will help you with that. Totally. So if you can at least, you know, accept it for what it is and say, okay, I can work with this. If you hate it before you see it in person, at least have that kind of hope. Right. I don't know. I mean, I I, I said my last last episode, I'm I'm kind of torn on it. I don't know if I like it or not, but I'm not going to pass judgment on it until I actually see it in person yeah. and start getting used to the idea. Yeah. I think I, I the more the more I look at it, the more I look at the pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still a little confused over the placement of the bow tie in the SS, but that's fine. I can get over that. I really like what they did with the turbo four yeah. car. I really like what they did with the RS. Um, I, I think it's a game changer. I really do. Mm-hmm. At least it's no Mustang. No. God, no. It's God, no. Some <laughs> character to it. Hey, what'd you think of my April Fool's gag? Um. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> was that was that a GT350? That's my neighbor's GT500. Oh, okay. That's a 1200 horsepower Mustang. Oh, yeah. Well, did you yeah. see my response? Uh, yeah, wasn't it? No, it was burn like it with that. fire. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah on, my, on, on Facebook I posted that uh, I sold my Corvette and uh, I bought a Mustang because it was such a good deal to a, from a guy in the neighborhood. And then I tagged the guy that actually owns it. And he's like, "Wow, bro, that's awesome! <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, your neighbor would like to have something like that." Yeah, he's my, he is my neighbor, and he is the owner of it. Whoops! And it's a, it's a heck of a good. No, it's, it was he was in on it. It was a heck of a good machine, and uh, everybody saw through that yeah. almost immediately. My dad didn't. Yeah, he's like, "Did you really?" Yeah. I'm like, Dad, come on. <laughs> oh boy, no, I, you know what? Uh, let's not forget. Yeah, maybe an, a refresh for the 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 ZL1 is gonna come. I don't know if it, it doesn't need it, but I don't know if they're going to. Well, what they oh. did for the ZL1 is they changed the taillights, but right. they, they can't change the front end. But they did so much R&D with airflow and stuff for the ZL1, they they can't change it. Okay, so then what the, about the Z28? Well, there is no Z28 that we know of. Well, that we know of, <laughs> but let's just say that one's around the corner. I wonder what that looks like. <sighs> I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I don't know. My head hurts from this week from all the comments. Oh my god! I, I, I think we just uh, say there's a line from um, that uh, Brad Pitt had in the movie Twelve Monkeys where he said, "In so many words, screw the bozos." Yeah, What's and that's that? how we're gonna have to look at it from here on that's out. True. It, at the end of the day, it's, it's if I like it or not is up to me. The noise will calm down. Everybody will go back to what they're doing, and then they'll see the car again and go, "You know what? That's not half bad." And and the people who want to buy it will buy it. Um, uh-huh. We'll see. I, I think normally what happens, we haven't seen any official uh, release of pricing or um, when production will start. We can guess what normally happens is, isn't there like a changeover in June at the Lansing Grand River Assembly Plant? And then Typically. Sta- uh, July. June, July, around there. June, and then, July, yeah, they're shut they, down. They do model changeover. Mm-hmm. And we've got to remember, too, that... They're also producing this car along with a Cadillac as well. So um, I expect to start seeing these things um, out on dealers probably in August. If not sooner than that, yeah. I wonder if we have been see them late July. I'm seeing all the ZR1s are hitting dealer lots from, from mm-hmm. for the Corvette, and those, those look badass, man. Oh, how about the dyno results? <sighs> man. That scares the crap out of me. That's just got to be one hell of a car. I, I, I said this on the VetCast. The, they tuned that. They they took that ZR1. They dynoed it with just tuning, just tuning alone. They're going to be able to get 700 rear wheel horsepower out of that car. Okay, my 2010 Camaro that was magna charged had the LS9 camshaft in it, a very good tune, but a you know safe tune, but a good tune. Borla long tubes, Borla exhaust all the way back, 508 at the tire. Wow. So we're talking almost 200 more horsepower by just tuning the car. And probably 700 less pounds of Torque. mass <laughs> oh, God. in the vehicle, you know? Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, you know, how we keep saying this, and I'll say this until the cows come home. How is the ZR1 going to impact the Camaro? I don't think it will at all because... Look at, I mean, even last year, didn't like like 
Corvette didn't sell hardly any cars. I mean, for... I mean, in a good way. The technology trickle. Oh, I mean, uh, hopefully, hopefully the yeah. trickle down. Z28. That? Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a supercharged motor in the ZR1, right? It's crazy. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, all I know is it's good to be a Camaro fan, and it's good to be a Chevrolet fan right It's now. good to be a performance enthusiast these days. Yeah. <sighs> all right. You're right. My head hurts now. I tell you. I tell you, dude. But um, what was I going to say? Next week... We, we may have to push the podcast a day. Uh, right. I'm going to be traveling. So um, the uh, we'll, we'll post something on, on social media, on, on the, um, the Camaro Show page. If that needs to happen, it's probably going to. I'm going to be on the road traveling, and uh, we probably won't get the podcast out till Monday uh, next week. So stay tuned. We'll let you know. Um, All right. Other than that, get your voicemails in, guys. Let us know as as the days go by. Go back, revisit the pictures. Okay. Even though you may not like the pictures, revisit them. Try and look at them at a different angle. And I'm sure I've already seen I've already seen um, spy shots. Um, The car is um, uncovered and driving on the roads now. So if you're here in the Detroit area, maybe you're going to see this already on the road with M plates. So wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised at all. So, until next week, we'll uh, we'll see you then. Peace. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.